Time by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I am your host, Greg Fowler, traveling through the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field from realtors, builders, lenders, developers, residential, commercial, really gathering insight, inspiration, what drives and motivates these top professionals to the level, what I like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and real estate titan for today, Frank Finelli. Frank, thanks so much for being on the show. Glad Appreciate to be here, man. Absolutely. This is an absolute pleasure. You're a legend, my friend. So this is really, really great stuff. Um, so just like what we're typically going to do, going through interviewing these titans, uh, going through the series of questions, gathering insight, and really what drives you, who Frank really is. So uh, I guess without further ado, let's, let's jump in. Uh, so Frank, tell everybody a little bit about you. Well, it's interesting you called me a legend, which uh. makes me think that 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 I'm old. No, come on, that's not <laughs> old it in at the all. business. That's not it at all. Old in the business. Seasoned, distinguished. Seasoned. Yes. Thirty-five years. Sometimes it blows me away to think that oh, it was gosh. thirty-five years ago that I actually made the decision to get into real estate, and a little different than a lot of people sure. who got into who, who are in the business now. Um, I call myself a cradle realtor, and so I chose real estate as a career coming right out of college, awesome. which was very interesting. I started when I was 20 years old, okay. and so needless to say, I've seen a lot of changes, right. not only in the real estate market, how things are done, but certainly in our local market here in Colorado Springs. Okay. So. Uh, a lot of people that know me know that uh, two of my passions when I was in high school and college, one was playing football and the other one was uh, I was a drummer. Oh, no and way. my father was a very uh, famous jazz musician here. Okay. He was with the Broadmoor Hotel. He was uh, the director of entertainment at the Broadmoor Hotel wow. for uh, 40 years. Okay. And he had a, a jazz band. He did a lot of the big band. Uh, jazz um, concerts and things here and so I picked up a little bit of that I was a drummer um, and uh, eventually that's how I ended up going to school I went to school on a um, music scholarship to oh, the wow. University of Northern Colorado okay when I was there I realized that uh, music for me was more of a hobby hmm. And I didn't want to do it as a profession, so Interesting. through all of my other studies, I realized that business was the way I wanted to go, and then I decided, where do I want to be from that standpoint? Right. Um, and I took my first real estate class for my business degree, at, and it just really resonated with me. It was okay. like the first time that I said, wow, I've taken a class that really interests me. And I was a very average student, but it's the one class that I just blew out of the water and um, it was on top of my class and, and whatnot. And it was actually my professor, because I had transferred to UCCS here in Colorado Springs. Okay. And he said, Frank, why don't you, you know, why don't you keep your, uh, keep your studies uh, top of mind over summer? Why don't you uh, uh, take, take your real estate courses and, and get your license. And so I really wasn't prepared to do that at the time, hmm. but I said, well, what the heck? Right. I was already in the study mode. I uh, went to um, Jones Real Estate Academy, which uh, goes way back here in Colorado Springs. Yeah, Jones. Passed my test and uh, the rest is history. I started in the business and uh, I've just loved it ever since. 
No, that's huge, Frank. And, and, and you can have a, a lot of understanding for your progression being here for a long period of time and knowing the markets and, and you know, seeing your, your pathway to where you got involved and where you're at now. So tailing into that, just to let everybody kind of know a little bit more about you, what, what's your why, Frank? I mean, what really gets you out of bed in the morning, drives you to do what you do at the level that you do it at? Well, that's a great question, and being a big fan of the Titan series that you've done, congrats to you on that. Thank you, thank you. I'm not one that watches a lot of video, but I've really loved getting to know some of my peers in the industry. Some I've known very well, like Randy Reynolds. Yeah. Some of the uh, some of the guys and gals that have been around a long time. Sure. Uh, some of the newer uh, Titans that you've interviewed have been really cool because I've gotten to know some people. Sure. And gotten to hear their why and how they came into the business. Uh, but I've heard this mentioned before by some of the other Titans, okay. and that is that your why changes. Yeah, that's big. With time in the business and with age. Sure. So when I was first in the business, and of course I was coming right out of college, mm -hmm. you know my why was a little selfish okay hey it's like man i'm gonna make some money i you know i saw the uh i saw the uh experienced realtors driving yeah. nice cars nice houses and that kind of thing and sure that's kind of what drove me then right and probably drove me for the first maybe five to ten years of my career okay um when i met my beautiful wife melissa um, and we got married and had children, my why, that's when my why really started to change a lot. Wow, okay. Shout out to Melissa, by the way. <laughs> yeah, hi, babe. Um, the, uh, so what happened was, at the time, she was a closer okay. uh, for uh, security title and then eventually steward title. Wow. And... Uh, so we met through the business and the great thing is we were intertwined in the business so there was no stress from having to work weekends and late hours and that kind of thing she certainly understood that that's big so um that why became more about my family about being a good husband it's like how can i be in the business still devote time to you know my faith um my wife my children and that kind of thing and so working weekends and getting that extra deal became a little less important took a little bit of a back seat to making sure i was there to see my children walk okay. run sports wow. that kind of thing the thing that blows me away is with that first big change in my why mm -hmm. that's when i noticed that i started to become more successful okay and i felt more successful and i felt more balanced hmm. And it was at that time when uh, my wife, Melissa, and I were kind of going in two directions because we were both in the real estate-related industries. Right. Um, but we realized at that time that it was time that maybe we connect and get in the business together. Interesting. So um, that's where the Finelli team started. Okay. Uh, and Melissa and I worked together for, um, I think, 13 to 15 years, somewhere around there. Wow, it was that? a very successful partnership, and I give her the line share of, my, of credit <laughs> for my success. Sure, sure. So that's where the why changed for me a lot. Okay. Uh, that was probably my first big change in my why. And wow. then after my kids were 
a little bit older, my why then became, um, what can I do to, um, to be more than just a realtor that shows houses and lists houses and that kind of thing. Sure. And that's where uh, I started to have a desire to own my own company. Okay. So that was, I could see where my why was changing again. Um, and uh, one of the things I'm very proud of in my career is that I was one of the founding partners of the Platinum Group Realtors. Wow. And uh, was able to be blessed enough to get together with some uh, great partners uh, who are still there, sure. uh, running a very successful organization. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was my why for about 10 or 12 years. Okay. And then that why started to change again <laughs> because I was already in the business, even though I was young and I was... Or I felt young, okay. and I was nearing 50, mm -hmm. I was thinking, my gosh, I've been in the business for 30 years wow. already, and I've, you know, I became a top producer mm -hmm. in Colorado Springs, and I uh, was a partner in a successful real estate firm, mm -hmm. and um, I started to feel my why change again, and that's when uh, Melissa and I had um, purchased a home in Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. And about 10 years before. Hmm. And we were loving going down there, spending weekends down there. I've always been a warm weather guy. Sure, sure. Everybody who knows me has always dubbed me the lizard. <laughs> the lizard. Because <laughs> even though I'm a Colorado boy and I loved skiing and that, things like that, I always opted for the warm weather. Wow, yeah. And I don't blame you, Frank. I get, I get that. So, <laughs> So that's when, that's when my why changed to um, saying, you know, what, what am I going to spend my last 10, 15, 20 years of my life, my working life doing? Sure. And uh, I was ready for a new challenge. Hmm. And it was very difficult to leave something that you had such a big hand in creating. Right. Uh, but we did it. Okay. We decided, hey, how can we still service Colorado Springs, mm -hmm. uh, our clients here, and yet maybe do the same thing down in another location. Wow. And um, we took a leap of faith, and um, we, uh, I have a very good friend from college okay. that owned a very uh, large REMAX firm, uh, a good buddy of mine, Del Rounds, with REMAX Fine Properties. That's awesome. where my license hangs in Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay, fantastic. And um, he was, uh, I was sending him a lot of referral business and he was one of the guys who said, Frank, I love that you're sending me all this business, but man, you're letting uh, a lot of clients go uh, unserviced. Hmm. And uh, he was one of the ones that convinced me to get my license down there. Okay. Uh, and I did that and, um, and that's kind of where I stand today. So, uh, so I'm, able to sell real estate in Scottsdale, Arizona. Sure. And through a company that I created here called eBroker Match. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to ask you. So. Yeah, it's okay. a really cool deal where I'm able to actually, so far I've been able to team up with uh, and partner up with uh, realtors, not only from one company, mm -hmm. because I know so many great realtors in 
Colorado Springs, and that was one of my biggest joys of being in real estate are all the hundreds and hundreds of great people, uh, not only with one company, but with multiple companies uh, in Colorado Springs. And I've been able to team up with um, some of my peers from certain companies, and if I feel like I'd like to team up with a client uh, that I know another peer of mine from another company would better service, I can team up with him. It's kind of a new concept. Wow. I've had a lot of people asking me about it, okay. and, um, and it's allowed me to do business in two communities okay. and stay very close to the Colorado Springs market. Mm -hmm. um, I'm here once a month mm -hmm. uh, checking in on my business, meeting with my marketing partners, at the same time keeping business going in Scottsdale, Arizona. Wow. And it's been pretty cool. That's that's crazy, you know, the ability to do that. And that speaks volumes. I, I mean, anybody out there that's listening to this or watching this, um, obviously being able to go into different markets and the solidification that you've had in this and then growing there, I mean, it speaks about who you are. It's very difficult for a lot of people to just go from here to here and have success and maintain their relationships and books. But So I guess everybody out there who wants to get on Frank's calendar once or twice a month maybe, so you better mark that down or call them up. So... Uh, okay, so that's cool. But would you mind uh, touching on that uh, a little bit more, eBroker Match? Just because you said you got a lot of questions on that. Just for everybody out there who's watching, who doesn't really know the ins and outs of that. I mean, if you don't mind. No, absolutely. It's it's really uh, it. You know, it's something I started thinking about even before I left because okay. I knew that I didn't want to leave uh, my business here behind. Right. I mean, I've had thirty years of very loyal, wonderful clients. Mm -hmm. Uh, many who, when we made the move uh, to Scottsdale, called and said, "Who's going to service me now? Gosh, you've sold, wow. you know, you sold my parents a house, and you sold me a house, and you sold my kids a house." Um, and I said, "Guys, don't worry about it. I'm here, yeah. and I'm here to be able to service you and and uh, and serve uh, your real estate needs and that kind of thing. And and you just can't pick up from living in a community." for over 50 years right. and just leave a uh, city <laughs> like behind. Right? And I wasn't willing to do that. Sure. Colorado Springs is still my home. Okay. The, the, the thing that's kind of neat was I said, what can I do, what kind of company can I build mm -hmm. where um, you know, I can service both, uh, both uh, communities? And, and that's when eBroker Match went from concept to reality. Beautiful. One of the things that throughout my career that uh, I'm, I'm really proud of is mm -hmm. when I have seen a need or had the desire to do something, I've done it. Sure. Uh, and that was started, you know, back in the early days mm -hmm. when a good friend of mine and longtime realtor, very well respected realtor here, Michael About, okay. who he and I are great friends to this day. Hopefully, we were hopefully one, Michael's watching. Hey, Michael. <laughs> we're one of the first teams in real estate, there were very, very few teams, and and wow. we were one of the first teams in real estate. And then, of course, going on to um, to uh, be a co-founder mm -hmm. of um, the Platinum Group, and then and then doing eBroker Match. Mm -hmm. um, I've always been really. Uh, it's always been a, a just a big desire of mine to say, what can I create next? It's oh, beautiful. And I've always been a little bit of a creator. So that's a company that basically specializes on doing broker-to-broker -broker referrals okay. across the nation. Um, 
the neat thing about it is because I'm not tied to one real estate company specifically. Mm -hmm. If uh, if I if I'm working with a broker and they say, hey Frank, I've got a client's going to San Jose, California, uh, North Carolina, whatever. Sure. Um, I can say, hey, do you want me to stay within your brand, mm -hmm. or do you want the best available realtor for your client? And if they're very loyal to their brand, we'll send that referral uh, through uh, whatever brand they work for or they suggest. And if they just say doesn't matter. I want the best realtor in the neighborhood or the community that my client's going to. Okay. Um, and because I've been fortunate enough to be um, around the relocation side of real estate mm -hmm. ever since I started right. in the business, um, I know how to do that. And I know the ins and outs of placing a good referral and making a good match. Okay. And so basically the concept was do a match.com for buyers and sellers and realtors. Perfect. Perfect. So that is what has allowed me to um, utilize that same company to kind of team up with various realtors here in Colorado Springs. Okay. Uh, and I have, uh, in the three years that I've been in Scottsdale, Arizona, mm -hmm. uh, I have teamed up with probably in excess of 20 very well respected uh, peers here, not all from one wow. company. Okay. And we've done deals. My clients have been tickled to death that I've still been able to be part of it. <laughs> That's great. Um, yet my boots on the ground, if you will, have been my marketing partners. Sure. And uh, very selective with who, with who I work with. Right. Because I want to make sure that they're uh, since they're they're kind of the front person for that business. I want to make sure that I know that they're delivering the same service level that I was delivering to them. Mm -hmm. And then of course, being able to put a, you know, a point on the exclamation point when I come back, right? Uh, such as this weekend, and I've already done some pop buys and met with some clients. I have a couple right. of deals under contract here that I've met with the clients to say, hey, is everything going good? You feel comfortable? And they're like, absolutely, everything's going wonderful. So that's kind of the gist of eBroker Match. Okay. So it actually has a couple of components. Love it. And uh, it's been it's been a great a, a great situation so far. I, I think that's uh, you know fantastic what you're representing and going through your path and so far through your why it's changed and you've elevated and and adjusted who you are as a man as a businessman as a father a husband and I think that that's. That resonates with a lot of titans out there, um, real estate professionals, because it should adjust, it should change, and but it's exciting. I mean, it's you're you're a thinker, you're a mover, shaker, and that's why you have the reputation you have, you know, in this marketplace, Frank. So that's that's awesome. Huge share onto that one. So, but tailing into um, into the level of success that you've had, uh, maybe advising a few professionals that are watching this right now, um, if you could pinpoint. Uh, one or two things that you had adjusted in your business over your career thus far that really took it to the next level. What might that be for you that you could you know, give some advice to everybody out there with? Well, I think you have to adjust with the market, Okay. first of all. Sure. A lot of people say, come to me and say, hey, Frank, what did you do? What, what did you do in the industry that's made you last for 35 years? <laughs> right. that's, what, that's what a lot of people are going to want And so. man, you've got to be a chameleon. All right. You've got to be a chameleon. You've got probably the best advice that I got from one of my 
um, one of my original mentors, mm -hmm. Chris Shields, okay. who uh, started um, ERA Shields Real Estate. Wow. Um, and uh, a lot of people don't know this, mm -hmm. but Michael About and I were the first two realtors ever hired by, you know, Shields has a great reputation in for town. Sure. For sure, they do. And, uh, you know, they're a fairly good-sized company. Mm -hmm. Well, one time it was uh, Cress and Elise Shields and Michael About and Frank Finelli. Oh, wow. That was the Shields Corporation, as, yeah, it, was, as it was great. called then. Mm -hmm. But he was, he basically said to me when I was in my early 20s, mm -hmm. and I said, Cress, you know, what would you recommend that I do to last a long time? And, of course, just like everybody else, I wanted to specialize. I wanted, I was 21 or 22 and I wanted to have all the million dollar homes in the Broadmoor. Sure, sure. You know, and obviously I had to slow down a little bit, work my way up to that. But the one thing he said to me that I never forgot, okay. and I passed this on to a lot of the young bucks that okay. come to me for advice. For sure. He's always said, be a chameleon. So I remember Crest Shield saying to me, he said, Frank, your specialty should be that you have no specialty. And what he meant by that is he said, don't get so specialized mm -hmm. thinking that you're a luxury and realtor that when that seller that you just sold a million dollar house to has a, a child who wants to buy his first $250,000 townhome or home that they're afraid to say, oh my gosh, I don't want to give that to Frank because all he does is million dollar homes. Sure. And they end up giving the referral to somebody else. So you have to be a little bit of a chameleon sure. and you have to let people know, I'm just as happy to represent somebody at 175 to 250 mm -hmm. as I am at 2.5 million. Wow, hopefully everybody got that, that was, that was big. Yeah, so that's how I, that's how I, uh, uh, that's how, what I uh, devised my career on. And uh, it was always very interesting because in the days when we did have, I know the listing inventory is down right now. Oh, it's, a very, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge to get listings. Mm -hmm. But there were times uh, in my career when we were carrying in excess of 20 to 30 listings because there were more houses on the market than there were buyers. Right. Um, but I had $1 million listings, so $1.5 million listings, and I had $150,000 listings and $250,000 listings. Mm -hmm. And I was just as tickled to get a phone call when somebody said, hey, Frank, we've got this house and it's probably worth about 225, would you come out and talk to us about it? Sure. I was always just as excited to go out and see that house as I was the $2.5 million house. Okay. So if I could give any advice to anybody who's trying to build their business, sure. don't let yourself get so wrapped up into a specific niche okay. that if the market changes, and that niche shifts, that all of a sudden you're struggling. Wow. So be a chameleon okay. and represent, you know, do it all, do it as well as you can. Um, if you're gonna take a million plus listing, know how to do it. Know what it takes. I agree. If you're gonna take a $250,000 listing, know what your buyer demographic is um, and do that well. Okay. As well. So that that's really big advice out there for, you know, anybody who's getting involved, but I think even for more seasoned professionals. I mean, there there's so many niche niches and clicks and things along those lines, but being a chameleon, I think states that outright. Uh, something that I pulled out of that too, Frank, just just by listening to you was that um, you know, being grateful for the the journey and appreciating whether it's a 1 million or if it's a 200,000 because people are people. 
and you're helping somebody and guiding them through this process, and guess what? They might not be a million dollar buyer today, but they might be into the future. Take care of them throughout their entire life because everybody's a first time home buyer at some point, and then they move on to their second and third and fourth, and guess what? You were there the whole time because of that mentality that you just mentioned. And there's a few people out there, professionals, that just won't take certain things, and I, I think that's wrong. I mean, that's just my, my humble mm -hmm. opinion. So I, I love that you said that, Frank. That's, yeah. that's big. Well, and I, I will add one thing to that, too. And I, I've, uh, one of the things I've enjoyed is uh, I'm one of those guys that when somebody wants insight on the business, mm -hmm. whether they're brand new or whether they've been in the business 15 years and they're just going, how did you do this? How did you do that? Mm -hmm. I don't care who they work for sure. because we're one big community um, uh, of realtors. And uh, I love sitting down with realtors. And I, again, I don't care what company they're with. I'm, I want to see everybody succeed. Sure. I always look at the real estate market that you're working in as a piece of pie. And rarely can you eat a whole piece or a whole pie. You can usually <laughs> eat a piece of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can, I'm sure there's times when I can eat the whole pie. Yes, yes. But normally, most people can eat a piece of the pie. Right. And the one thing I've learned is that the pie is big enough for everybody to succeed. Love it. If, I, if my success was built on somebody else's failure, mm -hmm. I would feel really... Um, really bad about my success to see somebody else fail right for me i want to see everybody succeed and that means that if it's with the company that i'm with with one of my competitors and i and i use the word competitors in this business very lightly because we would happen to be blessed to be in one of the businesses where your competitors are your peers right correct. your competitors are your customers mm -hmm. And so if I had a house listed and uh, somebody brought a buyer in, mm -hmm. that realtor is as well my customer. And so I'd always tell my team, so treat that other realtor so good mm -hmm. that the next time that they see the Finelli team uh, or Frank and Melissa Finelli's mm -hmm. name on a sign that they're going, I want to do another deal with the Finelli's because that's the way they, they treat they, they treat our client, they treat me like I'm a customer, even though I work for another company. And sure. that's the way I've tried to, you know, mentor and teach other, uh, other people in the industry. And that, that's really huge advice. And, and again, hopefully everybody's taking note of that. Uh, you know, you guys are all working with each other and it is cross for allies as far as who we're working with. And you're going to run into these people. Your reputation is everything. And it's not just to the buyers and sellers, but to our peers. Um, I love that you touched on the success factor and that you love to see people succeed. Uh, the most successful people that I know, and just talking to everybody out here too, um, they are givers and they want to see other people succeed and they thrive off of it and they want to help grow. It's those people that are negative or naysayers or that, that are haters. I'm telling you, they are not the most successful people. And I'm not just talking about financially um, or transactionally. I'm talking about just in life, balance, everything they represent. So 
again, that's what really puts you into the category of that Titan, Frank, is because it's not just about the production, it's how you care about your people, uh, the way that you represent the industry as a whole, and then the community. So it's I'm really excited about all that information as far as success and supporting that. So hopefully everybody got that too. Uh, but going into the next question, now this one gets a little deeper, Frank, so hopefully you're cool to share this with everybody watching here. But um, I think that when things are going smooth, right, in our lives and we're just kind of on cruise control, uh, it's not difficult, right? But when those speed bumps come up, when the challenges come up that we face, how we overcome them really makes us or breaks us as far as I'm concerned. So if you wouldn't mind sharing, you know, a challenge in your life that you dealt with, Frank, that made you a stronger man, that you overcame, what, what might that be for you? Well, that's a good question. And I mean, I think for everybody, there's points in everybody's life when they think, wow, this is kind of a low point in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel very blessed from that side of things because I think I've always been the kind of person that sometimes I'd be going through a low point in my life. Mm -hmm. And I tried to keep such a positive attitude about it that I wasn't I didn't realize I was going through a low point in my life until I was actually kind of out of it. Wow. And um, so I, you know, I know everybody kind of has a story and mm -hmm. I know it's really the thing now, especially like in Hollywood and sports and when you watch, uh, when you watch American Idol, it's like the, everybody wants to say, this is where I came from. This was my low point mm -hmm. and I've built myself up to this uh, part of, uh, you know, this period of my life. Sure. And I feel very fortunate that I, I can't say that I really had many low points. Okay. And I think some of that is the attitude by which you deal with those low points. Oh. And sometimes you don't realize that you're actually in it, mm -hmm. as I mentioned before. Um, I would say probably the most challenging okay. point uh, that I had to fight through was the first what I would have said down severe downturn in the Colorado Springs real estate market. Okay. Because that came at a time when things were at their best. Mm -hmm. um, and we're closing deals like crazy. We maybe had a little more uh, financial success than we've had before. Okay. Uh, and I don't think I have to tell many people that were in the business at that time sure. that things came to a screeching halt. Mm -hmm. And we weren't prepared for it. Um, and uh, so luckily I had some good mentorship, financial mentorship and that kind of thing Huge. that helped us get through those tough periods without, um, you know, without losing everything we had or whatever. Um, but it came as a shock for sure. when you're used to making a certain amount of money mm -hmm. over a period of years and you're thinking, oh, it's just going to keep going and going and going because the more experienced I get. Um, the more financial success I'm going to have. And sometimes things happen in the market that are beyond your control. Absolutely. And that was the first time that I ever experienced something where I was just going, oh my gosh, wow. what in the world is happening? I'm, I'm working harder than ever. Mm -hmm. I'm spending more money marketing than ever. What's happening? What's happening? In, you know, am I losing it? Okay. Uh, it's like uh, I always say, um, you know, being a huge football fan and okay. being one of the things that I wish I would have had the talent. I always wanted to play college football. All right. Uh, just wasn't there, sure. uh, talent-wise or size-wise. But there, in every sport, whether you're a quarterback or you're a pitcher, you can be at the pinnacle of your career. Mm -hmm. 
and something happens beyond your control, and all of a sudden, you're the quarterback that, you know, the four-year all-pro quarterback can't throw, a, can't complete a pass to save his life, mm. you know, the, uh, you know, the all-world pitcher, you know, can no longer throw a strike, and, and you start to doubt yourself, right? It's probably the first time, and I've been in the business about 20-plus years, mm. it was the first time I was doubting myself, and I said, man, is this really... You know, is is God calling me to to do something else? Okay. Is this a sign? Sure. Um, I just I was looking for answers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know, thank God that you know I had my faith life and sure. Melissa who who shares my same faith life, and we mm-hmm. prayed through a lot of that and just said, you know, Lord, is this where we need to be? Am I in the right spot, mm-hmm. or am I supposed to be somewhere else? And, and uh, uh, yet at the same time. Uh, a little bit of selfishness was that I didn't realize there were a lot of other realtors, longtime realtors, going through the same thing. Absolutely, across the board. Across the board, yeah. and, um, and then I, you know, I finally realized I'm going, hey, wait a minute, this is maybe the first big market challenge that I've had in my career, mm-hmm. and was able to fight through it. So I would say that was probably the lowest point in my career. Um, And it was tough. It was tough from your ego because, you know, there's a lot of ego in this. I don't care how humble you say you are. (laughs) And I always hope that I'm a humble person. You are. Um, You are. But, you know, there's a lot of ego. You you, you can't get to the level um, uh, of being one of the top realtors in, in, in any market without having a little bit of ego. And uh, so that got stomped on a little bit. Right. And uh, so we were able to fight through that and, uh, you know, still uh, a little bit in recovery mode. Mm-hmm. mode. Um, and I think a lot of realtors, if they were honest, that were practicing real estate back in that time, mm-hmm. um, still probably are in a little bit of a recovery mode. Right. So, um, so that would probably have been my biggest challenge okay. um, in, in, uh, in my career. Right. And uh, maybe my low point where I really was questioning if this was what I was supposed to do. And it's funny that you ask yourself that question mm-hmm. when you've been in it 20 or 25 years. But think about that. I was only in my 40s. Okay. At right. 25 years, I was only 45 years old. Sure. So, and I was going, man, I got a lot of work life ahead of me. <laughs> Is this how I'm going to finish? What's happening here? Yeah. And I remember meeting with one um one guy who was a, a mentor of mine who was outside the business, and okay. I was telling him about that. He made a great point. He said, you know, no matter what you do and how much you love doing it, he goes, he said, how many guys that you know would love to be professional golfers? Mm-hmm. And I mean, how, what are, you know, you're traveling the world, you're playing golf for a living, sure. making great money. But he said, even, even those guys, when they're doing something they'll love, those guys and gals, when you do something for 20, 25, 30 years, mm-hmm. um, things get a little boring, they get a little passe, right. and you start thinking, man, is this what I'm gonna do for the next 30 years, mm-hmm. 20, 30 years, whatever. So that was something that you know I really kind of had to fight through. Okay. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why I've kept it fresh mm. and fun by doing some different things. I mean, a lot of people, when um, I sold my partnership in the Platinum Group, we're mm-hmm. going, what in the world are you doing? Wow. Are you doing, you're, 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 you're changing all this up at the pinnacle of your career, mm-hmm. um, you're making great money and you're on the road to recovery and you're building that business back after that big downturn we had in the Colorado Springs market. Um, and that's where my desire 
mm. for um, for living a quality of life right. overtook my desire to become any more financial okay. financially um, successful. That that was a complete shift in your mindset. Too. Big shift. So that that's uh, breaking that down. I think is is huge, and there's so many pieces to that. I think that perseverance really stood out because during those bad times you could have thrown your hands up given up and you kept going you kept pushing um, and I think that that really uh, speaks volumes about your character and who you are as a professional but freshening things up changing things up that's what life is about I mean I had a buddy tell me this years ago but the one thing that's consistent in this world in this life is change nothing stays the same ever we get older that's right. health changes relationships change business changes markets change it's constant change Adapting, being a chameleon, I think is extremely important for that. So uh, everybody out there, you know, listening to this, I, I think that they can really resonate, especially like you said, the professionals that were in that time frame with you in the Colorado Springs market downturn. And Frank, but you wouldn't be who you are today without dealing with those challenges, without moving forward. And I think going along those lines with those challenges, nothing grows in that comfort zone. So you literally took it and said, hey, you know what? Everybody's looking like you're crazy moving and shaking and doing what you do but that's what makes you you that's what makes you a titan so i i just have to flat out say that and i think hopefully everybody got that out of what you said because that's what i took i appreciate that i've sure. never been i've never been afraid to jump out of my comfort zone yeah it's not easy no way. but um, you know and, and and that goes even back to you know establishing uh a new business mm -hmm. in a new city because when i <laughs> when i was in scottsdale i was a heavy networker mm -hmm. when I'd fly down to Scottsdale for a weekend I was meeting with realtors I was networking with title companies yeah. lenders and I'm going down there and I'm going well I would do pretty well because I'm very well connected down there sure. until I got down there and realized I'm going man these are all my peers these are not customers sure sure you know my fellow realtors aren't going to be buying houses from me my mm -hmm. title company is not going to be buying houses from me mm -hmm. and so uh, you got to drop that ego a little bit for sure and you're you know and, and I'm starting you know I'm building a new database mm -hmm. in a new community um, and when you've been in a city for 50 plus years like I have Colorado Springs um, it's not easy from an you know uh, from an ego standpoint to right. go wow I'm really starting uh, in a new market sure fresh um, in a sense fresh yeah now obviously my learning curve is is you know is much quicker oh, because gosh, yeah. you know because I have 35 years of real estate behind mm -hmm. me right. but by the same token um, you know I don't have the database and the built-in realtor uh, uh, or I'm sorry the client uh, relations sure. that I have here right and so that's why it's been fun to be able to still foster what I have here wow. and it must resonate with some people Greg because okay. I probably get between two to five calls a month from realtors here wow. and other communities that I know who say, Frank, talk to me. How are you doing this? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with the age, my age okay. and a lot of other people who were saying, hey, you know, I've been here 20 years. I've been here selling real estate 30 years. Uh, we love going to Florida. We love going to California. Uh, and that kind of thing, but we're not ready to retire. We're not ready to leave our home, Colorado Springs, which is a very difficult place to ever leave. That's why it will always be our home. We always, we love being able to call, you know, uh, Colorado Springs and Scottsdale, our homes. Yeah. Uh, two great, beautiful communities. 
Um, and that's the way we hope to finish our, uh, <clears throat> our, our career, you know, many years down the road, Lord willing. But um, uh, with all the people that have reached out to me to say, you know, can you talk to me about how you're doing this? Um, we've been thinking about doing the same thing. I'm so afraid to do it. Right. And I wouldn't say it's for everybody. Never, not everybody may have the stomach for it. No. Uh, but, uh, but we did it. <laughs> and, and, and we're making it work. You're, you're making it work. I, I, what's, what's interesting, too, is anybody that's out there, I'm sure that you're going to be getting a little bit more phone calls onto that too, Frank, because yeah. I'm sure people are going to want advice and, and that sort of thing. So call Frank. You know, his contact information will be below. Happy to take the phone calls. Uh, so, but going into um, the next portion, something a little softer. Thank you so much for sharing that, though, Frank. I mean, challenges and things that we deal with, they're not easy to share. There's a big audience out here watching, so I'm, hopefully they all appreciate it. I know that I do. Um, so going into the next question, a little softer, a little lighter, if you could go back in time and take a look at your younger self, any point of, of time in your life, in your career, and give a piece of advice or two to young Frank, what would you say to yourself? I'm not sure if I would have taken the advice okay. that I would give myself. <laughs> That's fair. That's being honest, people. This is live. This is real here. Because I didn't realize... At, I think everybody just assumes that the longer they're in the business, the more successful they're going to be. Mm -hmm. um, I think that if I could have given myself advice mm -hmm. from 20 or 25 years ago, okay. I would have said when that market, when, you're, when your business and that market takes off, put away mm. in different venues. Uh, I've always been real estate heavy. And that's one of the things that was, you know, a little bit of a shock because the real estate market was hit hard. So I, I thought we were doing everything right. We were buying rentals. Mm -hmm. We had owned multiple homes in Colorado Springs. Um, and from that standpoint, I knew I was real estate heavy mm -hmm. investment wise. Right. But if I could go back and tell myself, you know, what can I do better to pre better prepare myself for the future? Mm -hmm. I probably would have diversified a little bit. Okay, that's, and that's huge advice. You know, maybe uh, done some different different things. And and I remember one uh, one uh, real estate speaker that I listened to, and I I, I really went, took his advice. And he said, you know, do if, when you have money to invest, mm -hmm. invest it in what you know. Wow. And real estate is what I knew. Listen to that, everybody. That and, wow. and so that's why we ended up being a little real estate heavy. Okay. Um, and uh, because we were in a downturn for a little bit longer than anybody thought, mm -hmm. a lot of not not only me but people that we um, that people that we uh, uh, peers in the business, a lot of us sold properties and investment properties, which had we held on to them. You know, yeah, go figure. Yeah, sure, We'd sure. all be doing a lot better than we are now. But <laughs> right. but that would be the one thing that I think that I would tell the younger me. Okay. And it's something that, for example, um, one of the uh, one of my very very dear friends in the business uh, who's been with me for a long time, and um, he always says that I'm his mentor. But I always say, you know, we've we've shared. Uh, mentorship on both sides. It's Gary wow. Martinez, who oh. just opened the, uh, the Cutting Edge Realtors. Love Gary. Uh, shout out to Gary, by the way, fellow Titan, fellow Titan. And, and Amy is yes. lovely wife, Amy. Amy. And I'm so excited for them. But the one thing, I've, for example, and, and you know, when Gary says, hey, Frank, you know, what, 
you know, what advice can you give me or whatever? I was always said, you know, take your young, take your young bucks, mm -hmm. uh, men and women who are just getting in the business, right. and teach them the experience that you had. That now getting into the market now is a lot different than what this business is going to look like in five or ten years. We all know that. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So, um, you know, I wish I would have been better prepared to say, hey, even though you're building your business, mm -hmm. it can turn on a dime on you. Sure. And that's why I've always said, hey, just prepare your, your younger realtors, your newer realtors mm -hmm. that are with your company, prepare them that you have to be, uh, make yourself uh, ready for the next market change. Whatever that may be. Whatever that may be. It may get better. Sure. It may get worse. Right. Um, don't get too comfortable in the market that you're in because it's going to change. Right. And I know that's one thing that they're, that you know, that they stress to their, uh, their newer, younger realtors. For and, sure. And I think they're doing a wonderful job at that. Um, and uh, that was advice I wish I would have had. Hmm. But the market, we didn't hit we didn't have a, such a drastic market change in the first 25 years I was in the business until we went down. Okay. And then, of course, we hadn't seen it go up like it has in the last couple, you know, 18 to 24 months either. Wow. So there's a lot to be learned for sure for the young uh, or, or newer. And I say young realtors, I'm not even talking about age. No, I'm talking about time to the business. business. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, that, and that's big, Frank. I mean, what you just said there, I, I think that not only your younger self would appreciate that, but anybody out there who's watching this, I mean, that, that clicks, uh, I think, to anybody who's thinking about diversifying their portfolio of investments, planning ahead, right? I think that that's important, not necessarily being reactive, but being proactive. And that's exactly what you just hit right there. So um, that's huge advice. So hopefully everybody takes that um, you know, uh, to heart for sure. So let's go into a feeding uh, thought process as far as feeding your mind, you know, because we're always kind of going into that as far as what books you read and uh, podcasts you listen to, maybe influencers on social media. I know. And I want to shout you out here too real quick, Frank, because um, you did bring your new book. So that's a big thing, by the way. So congratulations on that. I Thank mean, you. I don't know if that's a part of, you know, your answer into what books you read and things like that. But um, yeah, so what does that look like for you? Well, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. And, and uh, I did uh, write my first book and it was just published. It's called Creating the Unrivaled Workplace. And it's part of, part of me wanting to share mm -hmm. um, with people who, uh, maybe didn't grow up in the cool environments that I grew up in. I, I, I grew up in the neatest workplace environments, first with Chris and Elise, Colin Shields right. uh, at Shields, and then uh, we developed a really cool workplace at the Platinum Group Realtors. Mm -hmm. um, and as we were doing that, I was looking around and I realized that there's a lot of people who are working in environments that are not as positive and not as family oriented mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And I always said, you know, we all deal with the same messes right. out there with, with uh, things that happen with inspections and appraisals and mm -hmm. all that. The business is the same outside your office. So darn it, create, a, create an environment that when you come in your office, you're pumped, you're energized, great vibe and stuff like that. Sure. And that's what, that's what, uh, uh, really challenged me to write this book to okay. say um, I've been in some really cool work environments mm -hmm. and been very fortunate 
to be able to help create some of those environments. And I wanted to share that with people okay. because I want people, whether, and this is not a real estate book, by the way. Okay. In fact, um, probably 50% of the books that have been purchased so far don't even have anything to do with real estate. Wow. So uh, it's people who just said, hey, I've heard um, that you wrote a book. It's kind of a step-by-step -step book on how to create a more balanced, uh, family-oriented, positive culture environment because you know it's something that's a challenge in today's workplace business across the board absolutely yeah. and by the way i mean you know, the millennials in a few years are going to be our biggest workforce and absolutely. If, if you don't have if you're not dialed into a good culture mm -hmm. you're not going to last very long culture is everything it, it'll make or break it right so that's one of the reasons why i wrote the book and, okay. and you know i've been I'm pleased to say that it's doing pretty well. It'll be on Amazon. I, I haven't even okay. gotten there yet. Okay. I was uh, going to ask you where can yeah. people pick it up? Yeah, they can, you can contact me directly. Okay. Uh, that's how most of the books have sold so far. Okay. Um, but um, I, I'm not a big reader. Okay. So I'm a listener and awesome. I'm an observer. Okay. Um, and probably two of my uh, favorite guys that had the most influence and impact on me were two speakers that we hired uh, to do uh, uh, a couple retreats. Okay. One is Jared James, wow. um, and he's a nationally known speaker, mm -hmm. uh, very well known, and love his positive message. I've used a lot of his uh, philosophies and Perfect. that kind of thing. And then um, a gentleman who's become a good friend of mine, Mike Staber, okay. uh, who's also a very well known national speaker. Wow. And um, he, we had him in for a retreat, and he was, he told us the story of his desire to take a year off his very, very successful speaking business um, and do a motorcycle trip for a year. Wow. And if I remember correctly, I think he did this motorcycle trip solo. Hmm. Um, and it was a very, uh, a, a very spiritual building um, uh a trip for him sure and I'm listening to him right at that point when I was telling you I was going through that is this who I am is this who I'm gonna be for the next 10 15 20 years right um, and it just really you know, really stuck hmm. to me it really hit me hard right and I think that that retreat that listening to him speak um, at that particular event is what gave me the confidence okay to make the change in my business and try something different and say, man, I'm going to do something um, that's, you know, that's a little bit out of the box. Hmm. And uh, so shout out to Mike for that. Awesome. And, uh, and we've become good friends since. And, uh, and that's been pretty neat. Okay. But so, so yeah, I'm, I'm more of a guy that just loves to, I soak in um, uh, seminars, conferences. Perfect. Um, I like to listen to, um, I'm much more, I'd rather listen than read. Yes. I'm I, a little I ADD. I hear you, I hear you. In fact, I wouldn't say I'm a little ADD. <laughs> I think I'm a lot ADD. <laughs> it's getting real, everybody. It's getting real. So, yeah, so for me to read, um, I'm not sure I've even read my whole book <laughs> cover to cover. It's a short one. There's a testimonial <laughs> right there. <laughs> but I paid good money to have it proofread, so yes, I know it's a, No, I'm important. teasing. I have read it several times. Uh, but, but anyway, um, so I would say that's kind of been my... Uh, my uh, uh, influence. Okay, perfect.
Perfect. And what I'll do for everybody out there who's watching, uh, list the uh, speakers, podcasts, and or uh, Frank's book in the uh, comments and description below so you guys can check that out, take a look at the content. So that's uh, super good, Frank. So last but not least, and it's been an absolute honor and pleasure uh, for you to be on the show, but I have one more question for you. Uh, if you could sum up your brand uh, as who you are and what you represent out in the public, in the community, uh, if you have a mantra or a quote that you live by, what is that for Frank Finelli? Well, my mantra is something, it's very simple, uh, and I don't remember where I saw it. It's on my phone, it's on one of my screensavers. Okay. Uh, and it was very simple. It said, happiness is the new rich. Wow. So, maybe when you're starting in, in your career, mm -hmm. you're all about Let's do the seven day a week thing. Let's build our business. And I sure. think that's really cool. Right. Um, but one thing I've learned from the younger generation mm -hmm. is, and I think you probably see this too, it, you know, in your business, right. is uh, I'm a sponge. Hey, just because I've been around the business for 35 years, I'm just as eager to listen to and learn something from somebody who's been in it one year. Right. Um, and I love the fact that uh, a lot of the younger generation early on is they're focusing on their ha what makes them happy sure. um, and and um, you know I think that's one of the reasons why I've been learning from the younger generation to work smarter not harder perfect. Um, you know obviously they're growing up in a different world than we grew up with mm -hmm. with different tools and you know the internet and you know all the social media that that I love and I've been a sponge and I've taken, you know, I've taken part in as well. Sure. Um, but I would say that, you know, that's something that I see in the younger generation. It took me 30 or 35 years to realize that. Wow. Um, whereas I think that um, the power of that statement, that happiness is the new rich, um, is, is something that I feel right now sure. is more important to me than saying financial mm -hmm. uh, gain or making the most money right. is what makes me rich. Mm. You know, it's happiness that makes me rich. And hopefully that'll take me through the rest of my career. And hey, I may never make the kind of money I was making at one time, but it doesn't matter to me anymore. No. No. I'm probably happier than I've ever been. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that's something that we see in the younger generation. and. Uh, not that these guys aren't aggressive and these gals aren't aggressive and they're doing a great job i sure. love that younger generation and what they're bringing to the real estate table sure. uh, but my hope is is that it doesn't take some of these young guys and gals who are in the business uh, being in the business 35 years to realize that their happiness is what you know is what's fulfilling right not the financial piece and frank that sums it up i mean i, I think that's a a beautiful representation quote mantra so um, again, everybody, thanks so much for taking the time uh, to be a part of this. I uh, really appreciate the, the support and the attention. Frank, I want to thank you again, man. I really appreciate you being here on the show. And I want to officially say you are a real estate titan. <laughs> so absolutely. Well, thank you, Greg. This has been a, a phenomenal series. I'm just, I, I, like I said before, uh, it's been something I enjoy. I've loved, uh, in fact, when I miss one, mm -hmm. I catch myself going back. <laughs> Where is it? Yeah. And to, to hear who is the last Titan that you interviewed because I feel like I get something from everybody and looking forward 
to the you know the future Titan interviews you do. Um, they're extremely informative, and anybody who's not listening to them, I think, is missing out. Uh, Hey, you heard it Big straight time. from Frank. Listen to this, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Frank. I appreciate it, man. Um, so everybody out there, again, uh, live every Tuesday afternoon and Friday afternoons, uh, another Titan, a different perspective in a different area. Um, so again, I appreciate all your time and attention, and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks so much, everybody.